Welcome to Gay Geek Bizarre Show, episode 133, and it's a Monday, April 1st, 2019. It's April, Fool, April Fool's Day, right, guys? I am Nard. And I'm Joseph. No, you're not Joseph. Joseph. April Fool's. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, so yeah, it's a... It's a, there's a show where we talk about gay stories, geek topics, and bizarre news. And yeah, it's April 1st. We're not doing anything special for April 1st, right? Yeah, we sometimes talk about penis too, once in a while. Yeah, so Ray, did you yes. do any pranks pranks at work today? I was nice to Christy all day long. I was oh, like, okay. oh my God, Christy, I'm so glad that you're here to be my work wife. And oh my God, did you do something new with your hair? Oh my God, Christy, is that a new outfit? Uh-huh. And she was like, stop being an ass. <laughs> and I'm like... Why would I be an ass to you, Christy? I love you. You're the <laughs> you, you're the rock in my life. Oh, but then it's April Fool's, right? Right. <laughs> She's the rock, all right. She's the kidney stone. Yeah, her name is Crystal. So I'm just really a I'm just I'm just really it's really boring today. Just we didn't do anything April first. And I've heard on ra- on the radio or not radio, but some some podcasts that I've been listening to that uh, don't do anything. It's uh, not worth it. You know, it's don't do anything wild. Don't do anything misleading online, like posting jokes and everything or posting um, um, uh, fake news. Even because there's a lot of fake news already, you don't know what's yeah, going on. Yeah, I just watch Fox. Oh. Oh, really? That's right. For April Fool's Day. <laughs> anyway, so, uh, Ray, so uh, Julio, we visited our friend Julio. He's not feeling well, and I hope he feels better. I hope he... Yeah. I spent part of my Saturday evening with my poor, decrepit friend, Julio. Oh, poor Julio. He'll be better soon, I hope. And then on the weekend, I was just busy. I was staying, staycation again for me. Ray, I've been working on my power tool still. <laughs> I've been uh, working on some woodwork, doing some small tables, creating some small tables, and um, it's pretty much it. Just uh, creating boundaries for planting, and I just need to plant. I haven't planted yet. I'm just yeah. Well, that's good because making... it got cold. It got good and cold here today, so this should be the last cold snap. We hope. Ah, uh, yeah, that's true. So I was out, and uh, you know, it was in the seventies, and uh, just being outside outdoors. Yeah, which is good. Which is good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have you watched uh, Love, Death, and Robots on Netflix yet? I'm still finishing a few more other episodes that I'm in the middle of, but of course Netflix keeps uh, 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 pushing that that the show to me. That, it, that's because haven't... it is awesome. It's really good. Okay. Yes, there's a werewolf episode in there that I'm just like, oh my god, why can't we have a full series based on this little cartoon right here? Ah, okay. Interesting. So yeah, I'll probably get on with that after I finish some episode of, of uh, the blacklist that I'm finishing right now, which is good. Anyway, so yeah, I'll I'll check that out, Ray. So shall we go to our stories, Ray? Oh my God, okay. really? I'll take, the, I'll take the first one. Oh my God. Okay, go ahead. That's right. The boy who lived is by. In recent weeks, J.K. Rowling made several huge announcements. She confirmed a spinoff book series in the works, and Harry Potter is bisexual. 
In the upcoming series, Harry Potter will come out as bisexual and have an affair with Ron Weasley. The upcoming oh, trilogy is reportedly set 19 years after the adventures of Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows. They're adults already. <laughs> yeah. Well, they were adults at the end of the movie, uh, end of the series. In the first installment of the series titled Harry Potter and the Enchanted Tryst, the eponymous character will have an intimate experience with his best friend. The first part of the series is set for publication on February 30th, 2021. A spokesman for the night best-selling fiction offer of all time told Pink News, J.K. Rowling is really excited to explore Harry Potter's sexuality in the new series. It's a new chapter for the wizard, who still has a lot to learn, even after leaving Hogwarts. When asked why Rowling never discussed Harry's bisexuality in the original series, the spokesperson said she had planned to address it in one of the later books, but was warned not to. At the time, there was a lot of resistance to an idea of an openly queer character in a mainstream children's book. But times have changed, and J.K. Rowling is keen to reflect that in her work. In addition to the spinoff series, Rowling is reportedly working on a Netflix series to bring the new books for the streaming platform. Uh, Pink News broke this story on April 1st, 2019. Happy April Fool's Day. Yeah. Ray, we shouldn't have posted this because this is fake news. <laughs> no, it's an April Fool's joke. It's an, Well, it is April Fool's joke, but oh, I would rather have a real news here. Yeah. Are, the other, are, the, are the other news here that we have here, are, are they fake? Are they also Fool's jokes, April Fool's? No, no, just that one. I just had to pull that one because that was too good. Oh, okay. That, that was yeah. just too good of one. Yeah, the uh, February 30th really, really broke it off. You know, it really, yeah. <laughs> okay. So but I don't... you know someone's going to read the article and go crazy over it. Uh-huh. Okay. I wish we had another gay. Anyway. Loser, how... Okay. How about this geek one? Is this also a joke? Wait. I hope not. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. What happened to the other gay? I had a real gay in there. I, I don't know. I didn't touch anything. Right. Oh, well. I guess not. I thought I put it. Oh, that's right. It got moved to Bizarre. Never mind. Oh. Okay. Sorry. Bizarre, bizarre or gay. <laughs> should... yeah. Or geek. Because in geek, it's all pretty much the same. <laughs> it's all about gayness, too. Yeah, but it, it, geek is talking about social media and all kind of stuff. So this is a major thing that affects geeks in the world. Actually, geek. actually, I always prefer that geek would be more scientific or or technology. But well, this, this is, is te technology. This well, is, yeah, yeah, yeah. This yeah, is technology a... changing the way the laws are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. That's true. But uh, a little bit more. I was, I was, I was kind of. Uh, when I, in my mind, okay, Ray. When I see see geek, I'm kind of waiting for Intel Pentium or a uh, subatomic particle, that kind of thing. But if it's uh, internet, I guess it's okay. <laughs> I'm very picky on my news. All right, let's go to the grind to the geek. So Grinder, yes, Grinder is Chinese owned. You know, right? Uh, we talked it's about a national it security risk. Yeah, it's now a risk now. So Grindr just won a major lawsuit that could have fundamentally changed the internet. Yep. Let's read on because things are happening in this in this gay app. But I don't use Grindr. So amid reports of Grindr being for sale because the U.S. considers its Chinese owners a security risk, the massively popular hookup app also just won a U.S. court ca case that uh, could have set a game-changing legal precedent of all websites and apps. A federal appeals court said that the New York uh, resident Matthew Herrick, 
uh, couldn't sue the app for negligence and emotional distress caused by his ex using Grinder to share Herrick's pictures and ad- ad- address via a fake profile. Herrick claimed that over 1,000 men contacted him via text or at his home or a place of work demanding sex. The fake profiles showed uh, semi-nude photos of Herrick and claimed that he wanted rough, unprotected sex, orgies, and drugs. Herrick said he had, the, uh, he had contacted Grindr about the fake profile over 50 times, but that the company failed to take any action beyond st- standard auto-replies. Auto I'm sure he's not the only one. It's probably a few millions who do that, yeah. right? So in 2007, Herrick sued Grinder for neglect, both for designing a fundamentally unsafe and unreasonably dangerous app that his ex would weaponize, could weaponize and for delaying its handling of the fake profile. However, a three-judge U.S. federal appeals court ruled unanimously against Herrick. If the court had voted in his favor, it would have set a precedent of uh, holding social media platforms and apps legally liable for when users spread uh, false information through their networks. While this might have forced websites and uh, apps to clearly stricter, uh, to create stricter rules uh, against harassment and uh, deliberate misuse, it it also would have required apps to vigilantly monitor its users' action and to account for real-world consequences of users' Uh, online behavior, even more so than what's already requested by SESTA. What's SESTA? I don't know. We're just reading the news, right? So the 2017 uh, anti-sex trafficking bill holds companies companies liable for any user-uploaded content that facilitates sex trafficking or sex work. So regarding the ruling, Herrick's lawyer, Tor Eklund, said, What happened to Matthew is not an isolated incident. Apps are being used to stalk, rape, and murder under the court's reading of the 1996 Community Decency Act, which typically uh, protects website and mobile apps from being legally liable for content posted by other by their users. Big tech companies don't have a responsibility to, to, to do anything about it, even if they know it is happening. Congress needs to amend this statute. Yeah, there's some. There's got to be some kind of a of yeah. a, of um. Liability. So Eklund said he may ask for a rehearing of the case last June. Uh, last June, a federal court, a district, district judge threw out Herrick's uh, lawsuit, stating that the CDA protects Grinder and the Herrick, and that Herrick should have sued his ex instead. The National Network to End Domestic Violence and the Electronic Privacy Information Center wrote amicus briefs in. Uh, support for of Herrick's case. So this is a matter of uh, this is he, he's not going to be he's not the only one. Yeah, no, who, he's who's not been, the only one. He's the only one, but he's the one who actually sued Grinder to do this. Yeah. But yeah, and uh, I, it's kind of um, it is kind of um, uh, expected that uh, it will be thrown out by the judges because you know it. Yeah, it would set a precedent that if he does this, then what's going to stop other people from suing Grinder? And uh, what's going to stop uh, other people who are on Twitter suing other people, suing Twitter because yeah. of people, what people saying, saying stuff about them. But, so, there, but the whole deal is comes down is that's what it's going to take to make these companies more responsible and more responsive. Yeah, yeah that's the problem, though. It's uh, almost uh, it's going to be hard to to. Um, 
uh, facilitate or to uh, what do you call this? It's another term for not facilitate, but it's another term. It's uh, very hard to implement. Yeah. Why? Facebook has no problem shutting your account down and investigating it. Yeah, that's true. But then stop it. Well, I guess you're right. Uh, Facebook can shut down if they if they do listen to abuse and everything. Because I've seen people on Facebook saying that, uh, hey, somebody's using my account. He's using my pictures. Those are not, those are my pictures, and he's yeah. using a different name. Yeah, and then I guess uh, at some point. Uh, Facebook would would uh, would do it, but what's the difference between this and Grinder? I don't know. Uh, wow, Facebook's about as big as a hookup app as Grinder is. I don't know about hookup. <laughs> well, yes, Facebook, it is. Uh, I, I guess Facebook on there trolling for sex all the time. Really, Facebook used for hookup? Yeah. I thought, well, I guess you there can. There are groups on there that are not. There are groups on Facebook that are nothing but for hooking up. God, it's a stalkers pretty scary so, but anyway so yeah it, it's it's understandable that uh, they would throw this uh this lawsuit out so let's see if, if they're going to if he, if he's going to succeed uh, uh on his uh, you know if he do a re-rehearing re of the case so let's see what happens let's uh, keep an eye on this one because this affects many of the people who use uh, maybe a lot of our listeners will be using this and uh, you know somebody's gonna gonna use their profile maybe the ex would do it but it does make sense that the that he should sue the ex if he can prove that the ex did it. Yeah, because he could probably. That's the prove whole thing is you can't. It's hard to prove who did it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, they'd have to get with Grinder and say, okay, what IP addresses are these coming from? Is it from my boyfriend? You know, all that kind of stuff. So. Yeah. So there's yeah, a lot knows. of. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, I, I remember now. To enforce. It's going to be hard to enforce laws like this. Yes. If that's, that's the term I was looking for. For uh, If they're going to do something like this, it's going to be hard to enforce. If they're going to start uh, cracking down on people like that. But So that's why they, they don't want well, to do it. At some point, I think we're going to just have to deal with the fact that you can't be anonymous on the internet anymore. That's right. You can't. All right, so let's go. What's next, Ray? Uh, let's go to the bizarre. Oh my God, this is yeah. a. I read this and it's really a crazy story, but it's a good crazy story. Me, crazy meaning it's a mix of, of a little bit of. Uh, it's not really Rock incest, and roll. right? Roll Rock and roll. It's very. It's very convoluted, I should say. Go ahead, Ray. Yes. So. Anyway, Grandma 61 gave birth to a granddaughter so her son and his husband could be dads. Cicely Eldridge gave up coffee for nine months. Oh, my God, woman. God bless you. It's she Cecil. Did everything. Cecil. Cecil. Okay. I thought it was Cecily. Oh, really? This is Cecil. Yeah. Ce yeah. Cecily. Cecily Eldridge. Yeah, it's Cecily. She did everything to die. Cecily. Okay. <laughs> okay. She did everything the doctors told her. Cecily, 61, said she was joking when she offered to be the gestational surrogate for her son and his husband needed. To her surprise, she passed a battery of tests, including heart, cholesterol, and stress tests. Married dads, Matthew Eldridge and Ella Dargerty, said that the birth of their daughter was possible thanks to the women in their life. Uh, Eldridge's mother and Dargerty's sister. Eldridge's mother carried and delivered the baby. Dodgy's sister donated eggs to conceive. 
We have some selfless women in our lives. Matthew Eldridge, 32, a teacher, told USA Today. His mother said, mother said through all the testing, she kept expecting doctors to say she wasn't fit to be a surrogate. But the doctor said there was absolutely no reason you can't go for a term, she said. Everything is in our favor, they said. Eldridge said she was more careful than she ever was in Matthew, whom she never fully gave up coffee for. I would have felt terrible if anything had happened, she said. I followed things to the letter, you know. I love my coffee. Amen, sister. Baby Uma was conceived through in vitro fertilization using the elder sperm and eggs from Doggery's sister, Uribe. A week ago, Uma Louise was born at Nebraska Medical Center weighing 5 pounds and 13 ounces. Doggery's sister made the couple who felt vulnerable think having a... Doggery, sorry. Think having a child... Doherty, yeah. yeah. Think having a child is even possible. Elliot Doherty said he began talking to her a couple years ago, and now his now 26-year-old sister offered to donate some of her eggs. The whole thing gave us the momentum to start a family, said Doherty, 29, a hairdresser. She was very committed from the get-go. Matthew said with their salaries as a school teacher and hairdresser, it would have been so much more difficult to have a child and pay someone to serve as a surrogate egg donor, but it also seemed cold and corporate. We also believe it takes a village to raise a family, he said. While we may have taken an unconventional approach, we were able to talk about the process, and it made everything more exciting and more fun. Elliot added, I can't believe tomorrow will be a week. She's going to be a week old. The whole thing is just amazing. Yeah, so, so what happens, pretty it's pretty amazing because the mother, so the mother gave birth to her daughter and and granddaughter <laughs> well technically it is a really a granddaughter but she just carried it right but blood Correct. bloodline bloodline is still yeah it's a different bloodline though right yes yeah, different bloodline because the other husband's sister donated the egg and the sperm donor's mother carried the baby the sperm donor's mother carried the baby yeah so yeah. in other words it, it then it really is his daughter then Sorry, granddaughter and just granddaughter. Yeah, it's her granddaughter, so. Yeah, granddaughter. And then the sister, wow, they then they are really related. So it's as if, uh, if you think about it, though, the two guys, because of DNAs and everything, they, they, they just really had sex together in a, in a way. Wait, I guess they did. But then, you know, they conceived a baby, but coming from uh, the sister, and the, yeah. the, sperm, the, the uh, egg donor. So you know yeah. what? You know, having all this, having a surrogate plus a, a donor, it. Yeah. I know someone from California. It's a friend of ours. They did this. It cost them one hundred fifty thousand dollars. Yeah. That's how much they spent back then, and uh, they still have a viable. I remember they still have a viable egg, and they still have a viable uh, 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 sperm that they yeah. kept from years ago that they can still conceive another and then have another surrogate but oh my god that's gonna be very expensive so having having to buy somebody's eggs from a college student or from somebody who's uh who's really good who's really smart yeah. and everything so plus having it to having it uh you know uh, go through a surrogate mother yeah, yeah as, as like i said they went through a Lutheran mortgage, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, they have a they have a bouncing baby boy. He's really big now. It's really great. They have, they have their son. So anyway, yeah. so that's just interesting that uh, a mother in this case though is sixty one year old. My God, sixty one years old, and yeah, she's yeah. still able to carry a baby. She's really a strong yeah. woman. Then. Yeah, I asked Chris if she did that for me and Timo. She said no. 
Actually, no. she said, hell no, get the hell out of my face. <laughs> You're really so nice to her. <laughs> Should be interesting. Okay, so <clears throat> before we end the show, we do have mail. Oh, my God, we have a listener, actually. This, thank you, Ken, for emailing us. So what does it say, Ray? Just listen to your podcast, 132, and your report on Giuseppe Smollett. Your drive-by reporting left a lot of details out of how all the change charges were dropped. Can you do a little more research before you give half the story? It does an injustice to our community when you don't share both sides of the story. I know you want to put our gay agenda, but all gays are not good and kind. And my response is, hey, Ken, we started off with the article from LGBTQ Nation with all charges against actor Giuseppe Smollett was accused of faking and a racist and homophobic hate crime in Chicago earlier this year had been dropped, according to his lawyers, uh, which they're still going back. I mean, this story keeps getting bigger and bigger because now they're going back and threatening to sue and making pay for his investigation and all this other stuff. But oh, um, yeah, the city yeah, of I mean, Chicago, we just they read the article and talked about it. I don't you know, I think there's there's still a lot of questions about what went on here. Well, we'll see what we can do with this one. Uh, thank you, Ken, for the email. But, yeah. you know, these it's still growing. These, these stories is just really yeah. coming from Jesse Smollett. And uh, I don't know. He's, uh, do you actually watch Empire? Do you know this guy? Right? No. He's the gay I mean, character. He's the gay son on there. I know that. I see. Okay. But anyway, so, so sorry, Ken, if it, it didn't uh, reach your standards. But, you know. The story keeps going and going. And we did just say that, uh, you know, uh, like what Ray said, uh, all charges were dropped and everything. But like this, like, like what I did, I did read the other day was uh, the city of Chicago is like charging him for 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 all the expenses that happened, like $150,000. But, you know, didn't he pay for $150,000 for bail or something like that? Well, he got a hundred something thousand dollar bond, bail bond. A bond, bail bond. But he only had to pay 10% of it, which was $10,000, which they kept. Yeah, so, and they want 150,000 more. Yeah, because of so. uh do people do that? I you know, I don't understand that part. Why would they do that? Uh they spend a lot I guess it is taxpayers' money, but you know they charge him. Is it because he's uh, he's rich and he's uh, he's famous? That's why they're charging him anyway. Well, that's what a lot of people say. And it, it, he's a rich he's a rich, act, famous actor, so he got let go. But there's still a lot of stuff that the county the county DA dropped everything. So I think there's other stuff that the cops did that hasn't been brought to light. Like maybe not playing, you know, releasing information before they should have, and doing all this stuff, and and he was tried and convicted before he ever got a got before a judge, so kind of by the public. So mm -hmm. um, it's just one of those things. I don't think it's ever it's going to be a good thing for him. Um, I, I, and I hope deep in my heart that he didn't stage this, um, because I think that's a slap to us all. But you know. It'd be interesting to see in the in the coming months what works what comes out about it. So, yeah, and uh, something about uh, about this Ken, we do read a little bit of the story, but it's not really more reporting. It's really more of us commenting on it. It's yeah. really us commenting. So my comment in this one, my I'm thinking about this about, about the story about Jesse Smollett. This is uh, I don't think I I really don't think he staged it. Why would he stage something like that? Do you think he staged it, Ray? Well, the whole thing is that he was trying to get more pay on Empire because they were they 
he wanted more publicity and they were cutting the scenes and uh on empire so he thought maybe getting a bunch of publicity would they would put him on there more and he'd get paid more so so i don't know but then it but if, if he did do it like that way then he really did he's doing a disservice to himself and of course to the, to the gay community yeah so and we might never know i mean we might never know what actually happened on this because mm -hmm. the charges were dropped and we don't know exactly i have yet to see why they dropped the charges and the case was sealed by the judge maybe we can uh, wait for the uh, for the autobiography or some uh, documentary on his uh, on his case maybe so. maybe in a very far future when he grows up and then he'll be interviewed as an as an older adult and you know back then i did this and that you know he may he might confess or yeah. maybe yeah, he will be maybe he will be uh what do you call this exonerated afterwards yeah anyway okay so let's uh okay, i guess that's the show thank you ken for the email it's uh, good to hear from you uh, keep listening okay hope you enjoy the show so if you want to uh check out the stories that we talked about go to facebook.com slash gay geek bizarre and if you want to contact us you can send your emails let's just like ken yeah we'll read it in the show it's show at gaygeekbizarre.com or you can call and leave us a voicemail at 281-947-2327. That's 281-947-2327. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on Podbean, Google Play, iTunes, and Stitcher Radio. Yes, and go to the official website at gaygeekbizarre.com. Thank you, everyone, for listening, and we'll catch you guys in the next show. Bye.